0: Hello again, this is Tori Kensington talking, and this is The Optimistic Almanac for Thursday, September twenty-first, 2017. Published today in 1937 was The Hobbit, or There and Back Again, a children's fantasy novel by English author J.R.R. Tolkien. It was published to wide critical acclaim, being nominated for the Carnegie Medal and awarded a prize from the New York Herald Tribune for Best Juvenile Fiction. The book remains popular and is recognized as a classic in children's literature. The Hobbit is set in time between, quote, The Dawn of Fairy and the Dominion of Men, and follows the quest of the home-loving hobbit Bilbo Baggins to win a share of the treasure guarded by Smaug the Dragon. Bilbo's journey takes him from light-hearted rural surroundings into more sinister territory. George Allen and Unwin Limited of London published the first edition on today's date in September 1937 with a print run of 1,500 copies, which sold out by December because of enthusiastic reviews. This first printing was illustrated in black and white by Tolkien, who designed the dust jacket as well. Houghton Mifflin of Boston in New York reset the type for an American edition to be released in early in 1938, in which four of the illustrations would be color plates. Allen and Unwin decided to incorporate the color illustrations in their second printing, released at the end of 1937. Despite the book's popularity, paper rationing brought on by wartime conditions and not ending until 1949 meant that the Allen and Unwin edition of the book was often unavailable during this period. Subsequent editions in English were published in 1951, 1966, 78 and 95. The novel has been reprinted frequently by many publishers. In addition, The Hobbit has been translated into over 40 languages, On first publication, The Hobbit was met with almost unanimous and universal favorable reviews from publications both in the UK and the US, including The Times, Catholic World, and the New York Post. C.S. Lewis, a friend of Tolkien and later author of the Chronicles of Narnia, writing in the New York Times, reports, quote, The truth is that in this book a number of good things never before united have come together, a fund of humor, an understanding of children, and a happy fusion of the scholars with the poet's grasp of mythology. The professor has an air of inventing nothing. He has studied trolls and dragons at first hand and describes them with a fidelity that is worth oceans of glib originality. Lewis compares the book to Alice in Wonderland and both children and adults may find things to enjoy in it, and places it alongside Flatland, Fantasies, and The Wind and the Willows. W. H. Auden in his review of the sequel of The Fellowship of the Ring calls The Hobbit quote, one of the best children's stories of this century. Auden was later to correspond with Tolkien and they became friends. More recently, the book has been recognized as quote, most important 20th century novel for older readers in the children's book of the century poll for books for keeps. Publication of the sequel of The Lord of the Rings altered many critics' reception of the work. Instead of approaching The Hobbit as a children's book in its own right, critics such as Randall Helms picked up on the idea of The Hobbit as being a prelude, relegating the story to a dry run for the later work. Counting a presentist interpretation are those who say this approach misses out on much of the original's value as a children's book and as a work of high fantasy in its own right, and that it disregards the book's influence on these genres. Commentators such as Paul Coker and John Ratliff and C. W. Sullivan encourage readers to treat the work separately, both because the Hobbit was conceived, published, and received independently of the work later, and to avoid dashing readers' expectation of tone and style. While reliable figures are difficult to obtain, estimated global sales of the Hobbit runs between thirty-five and one hundred million copies since 1937. In the UK, The Hobbit has not retreated from the top 5,000 books of the Nielsen Bookscan since 1995, when the index began. The enduring popularity of The Hobbit makes early printings of the book attractive collector's items. The first printing of the first English language edition can sell for between six and twenty thousand pounds at auction, although the price for a signed first edition has reached over sixty thousand pounds. And it's the birthday of Charles Martin Chuck Jones in 1912, the American animator, filmmaker, cartoonist, author, artist, and screenwriter, best known for his work with Warner Brothers cartoons on the Looney Tunes and Mary Melody shorts. He wrote, produced, and or directed many other classic animated cartoon shorts starring Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Wild E. Coyote, and The Roadrunner. Pepe Le Pew, Porky Pig, Michigan J. Frog, and the Three Bears, and a slew of other Warner characters. After his career at Warner Brothers ended in 1962, Jones started Sib Tower 12 Productions and began producing cartoons for Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, including a new series of Tom and Jerry shorts and a television adaptation of Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. He later started his own studio, Chuck Jones Enterprises, which created several one-shot specials and periodically worked on Looney Tunes' related work. Jones was nominated for an Academy Award eight times and won three times, receiving awards for the cartoons For Sentimental Reasons, So Much for So Little, and The Dot and the Line. He received an honorary Academy Award in 1996 for his work in the animation film industry. In Jerry Beck's book the 50 greatest cartoons, 10 of the entries were directed by Jones, with four out of the five top cartoons being Jones shorts. The Special Honorary Academy Award in 1996 by the Board of Governors of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences was for, quote, "...the creation of classic cartoons and cartoon characters whose animated lives have brought joy to our real ones for more than half a century." At that year's awards show, Robin Williams, a self-confessed Jones-aholic, presented the honorary award to Jones calling him the Orson Welles of cartoons, and the audience gave Jones a standing ovation as he walked onto the stage. For himself, a flattered Jones wryly remarked in his acceptance speech, quote, Well, what can I say in the face of such humiliating evidence? I stand guilty before the world of directing over 300 cartoons in the last 50 or 60 years. Hopefully, this means you've forgiven me. Here's a short poem by J.R.R. Tolkien on the anniversary of the first publication of The Hobbit. All that is gold does not glitter. Not all those who wander are lost. The old that is strong does not wither. Deep roots are not reached by the frost. Tomorrow is the autumnal equinox, and our special almanac show features a visit to Dublin, New Hampshire, and the offices of the Old Farmer's Almanac, where Janice Stillman, the 13th editor after founder Robert B. Thomas, tells us about this year's 226th edition of the Old Farmer's Almanac, which is on sale now everywhere where books and periodicals are sold. That's tomorrow here on the Optimistic Almanac. The Optimistic Almanac is made possible each weekday morning by NPC, the national podcasting company, a 501c3 nonprofit, and is funded by our listeners. Thank you. Research for today's show is by Lexi Caligari. Keep the faith, keep in love, and keep in touch. (laughs)